Being a CEO means believing in an idea and diving into it with creativity. I think creativity is such a huge part of running a business. Are you ready to hear business stories and learn effective ways to build relationships, generate sales, and level up your business from awesome CEOs, entrepreneurs, and founders without listening to a long, long, long interview? If so, you've come to the right place. Gresh values your time and is ready to share with you the valuable info you're in search of. This is the I Am CEO Podcast. Hello, hello, hello. This is Gresh from the I Am CEO Podcast. I have a very special guest on the show today. I have Allison Waldman of Available Wellness. Allison, great to have you on the show. Hi, thanks so much for having me. Super excited to have you on. And before we jumped into the interview, I want to read a little bit more about Allison so you can hear about all the awesome things that she's doing. And Allison is a movement artist and wellness educator in healthcare spaces. And as the founder and lead facilitator at, of Available Wellness, she works with patients, providers, and industry leaders to incorporate creativity and community building into the culture of healthcare. She brings her expertise in trauma-informed facilitation to hospitals and clinics, leading engagement in mindfulness, yoga, dance, and joy practice on site. She recently helped design and launch two, project, two new projects, a wellness support telehealth uh, platform for cancer patients and a series of creativity workshops for caregivers to build emotional resilience and prevent burnout. Allison, great to have you on the show. Are you ready to speak to the IMCO community? Yeah, let's do this. Awesome. Let's do it then. So to kind of kick everything off, I wanted to rewind the clock a little bit, hear a little bit more on how you got started, what I call your CEO story. Sure. So my my CEO entrepreneurial story kind of happened by accident. Um, I never set out to, I never had this idea that I was going to run my own business, but I was doing a full-time job that wasn't really doing it for me. And I realized I just wanted to do something else. So I set up the security to be able to, uh, the financial and, and time security to be able to take some time and leave my full-time job and explore a little bit and learn about um, about what I, what filled my cup and how I wanted to serve my community. And I dug into my my love of movement and community facilitation and just kept spending time doing that and finding myself in opportunities and situations to do that. And from there, it turned into realizing that that was what I wanted to offer and that there was a hole that I could be filling with that and that the best way for me to do that would be through a business. So I, I'm a one woman show. I have collaborators and, uh, and people who help me out, but for the most part, I'm running the show. And it, it, I realized at the end of the day, like that, that my, my passions and my skill led me to this entrepreneurial journey. So it was a bit of a surprise. And sometimes I forget that I'm a business owner because I'm just doing so many things. <laughs> Yeah, that makes so much sense. But I love uh, that you, you know, you shared about this journey, the journey and the um, kind of way that you came across, you know, your business and be able to figure out what to 
to kind of put time in to also fill up your cup and see how that's kind of like a cyclical, you know, exercise and when that happens. But I think so many times we forget about that journey piece and we forget about the, I guess the time and the space just to kind of try out different things and figure out what does work best. And sometimes we can find that even though it seems like we're going farther in order to find it, sometimes we're going more within and it, it's something that's always kind of within and a part of us. Yeah. And something I, looking back, I realized is that what was more informative for me in getting to this journey was knowing what I didn't want to do. I wasn't mm. exactly sure what my, my own thing looked like exactly, but I knew what I was kind of walking away from and what parts of the previous experiences that I had in that and other types of work that I didn't want to bring with me. And that happened over time. And also as I, as the years went by and I just learned a little bit more about my conviction and my preferences and what I need to do my best work, both in a administrative kind of internal way, but also in, in the outward, the outward part of my work, which is a big part of it. Um, I wanted to drill down a little bit more and hear about, you know, where you found your thing and the thing that you can do to fill up your cup. Could you take us through a little bit more on how you work with clients and, and how you uh, make that impact? Sure. So my work is focused particularly in healthcare spaces. And what I offer are opportunities for creativity and community building within a hospital and healthcare community. It's take, it's a big picture work of of talking to industry leaders and and people who are kind of pushing and leading and guiding what the healthcare system looks like. It's talking to them on a larger level um, around what are the needs of, of the healthcare system and how it needs to evolve to the circumstances of our time now, which is quite relevant these days. Uh, there's, I've gotten a lot busier over the past uh, few months because we're at the other side of the pandemic and there's so much conversation about both the, the experience of the healthcare system as a patient uh, and how this pandemic brought out the strengths and the weaknesses of, of healthcare. But also I'm working a lot with staff right now and healthcare workers and also hospital uh, workers who are administrative facilities, uh, cleaning, kitchen, that whole kind of uh, ecosystem. Mm -hmm. And I give them, uh, I lead workshops. I uh, come in and give stretch breaks. I do movement encounters, art encounters, uh, artist encounters in the hospital space during hospital hours, so to speak. And that's really different than, I think, having a concert, for example, hosted by a hospital or healthcare system. What I'm doing is I'm coming, I'm doing it on site and making it part of the experience of being a patient or being a healthcare worker. And this work, again, came out of a growing curiosity and a little bit of circumstance for me as a person with a dance and movement and facilitation background, I was tired of preaching to the choir and the fairly homogenous population I was working with. And I was interested in taking it further. And that came out of some just kind of personal preferences and growing up, but also out of um, some illness in my family and a 
unexpected uh, relationship with the healthcare system, both in both directly as a loved one, as someone uh, with a terminal illness, but also uh, seeing that family member go through the system and what she learned through through that. Truly um, impactful. And so would you consider that to be what I like to call your secret sauce? And this could be for you personally or the business yeah. or a combination of both, but what do you feel kind of sets you apart and makes you unique? Is it that ability to, to bring that right to somebody's doorstep and, and kind of meet them where they are? Yes, I think that I think that is part of the secret sauce. And I would add on top of that, which is related, is a very specific uh, understanding of facilitation and how to hold space for um, an uncurated group of people, meaning the hospital is the best example. You walk into a hospital and you don't know who you're going to encounter. And very often you don't know why that person is there. And there might be an opportunity to ask them, but often that's not appropriate or the opportunity does not uh, give itself or it doesn't really matter. I appreciate that, Allison. And I wanted to uh, switch gears a little bit. And I want to ask you for what I call a CEO hack. So this could be like an app, a book or a habit that you have, but what's something that makes you more effective and efficient? I am a big believer in, uh, I I honestly hate the word self-care because it's so buzzy these days, but uh, for lack of a better word, self-care. But the entrepreneurial and CEO experience can be incredibly isolating and lonely. And it takes a very particular kind of person to be able to do it. And usually that person is a go, 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 go person. What would you consider to be what I call a CEO nugget? You might have already touched on this, but this is kind of like a word of wisdom or piece of advice. It might be something if you were to hop into a time machine, you would tell your younger business self. I would have learned a little bit more about running a business before I just decided to run a business. (laughs) If you are listening to this or watching this and you are considering going on to that entrepreneurial pathway is to find you know, running a business for dummies or just some, there's so many free resources out there. It doesn't have to, you don't have to put yourself through a, a grad school course, but read a book that touches on the different elements of it. And I think the, the biggest thing that I wish I had done that I'm just kind of doing now that I have, you know, eight or nine years of this under my belt is that realizing what does what does success look like for you and what are what are the steps to success what what are you building what is the end game and that doesn't have to be written in stone but to have an understanding of what you're working towards so what you're spending your time on in some way can take you in that um the wandering pathway uh isn't doesn't is not uh, the way to go. And I say that as someone who wandered for a very long time. Uh, the So that's, that's one nugget. Can I give one more nugget? Go for it, yeah. Okay. This, another entrepreneur uh, gave me this advice some time ago, but I have a, a Word document on my desktop called Praises and Pick-Me-Ups. And it is, it is a place where if I get a great piece of feedback from a client, from a class participant, I have a comment, something that reminds me why I do what I do and 
what the impact, the impact of my work and also frankly to remind me that I'm good at it. Because if you're working alone, you often don't have someone telling you, great job, you're doing it. I, I have this document of copy paste from Zoom chats, from emails, and I, I gave a TED talk and I got a bunch of emails. So responses and comments to my TED talk. And I keep that on my desktop. And if I'm having a day where I can't remember why I'm doing it or I'm have my confidence is low, I go in there and I read the words from peers and family members and colleagues and strangers who I maybe only met once. And it reminds me, oh yeah, I got this. And I'm really glad that I, it's kind of like a gift that I give myself. It's kind of like putting $5 in the mail and mailing it to yourself five years later. You just, you just have it. It's nothing new, it's just a reminder. And I'm so glad that I have it readily available so I can go and I can pull from it. It's also great if someone asks for a testimonial for something, you have them all somewhere written <laughs> down, you have the source, you have when it was, you have what it was about. So you don't have to dig around for those. Awesome, awesome, awesome. So I want to ask you now my absolute favorite question, which is the definition of what it means to be a CEO. We're hoping our different quote unquote CEOs on this show. So Allison, what does being a CEO mean to you? Being a CEO means believing in an idea and diving into it with creativity. I think creativity is such a huge part of running a business. Allison, truly appreciate that definition again. I appreciate your time even more. What I wanted to do is just pass you the mic, so to speak, just to see if there's anything additional that you can let our readers and listeners know. And of course, how best they can get a hold of you and find about all the awesome things you're working on. I don't think I have anything to add, except if you like that Albert Einstein quote, uh, I, I have it written down and I have it, I have it uh, around my desk just as a reminder, because I think it's, it's uh, a really nice reminder that intelligence and creativity are, uh, have a relationship with each other. Um, uh, the, other, the other piece of inspiration I have on my wall is the seven ways to be creative, which is by Liz Lerman, who is a uh, MacArthur uh, Grant Foundation winner, genius grant winner. And there are seven ways to be creative, but I think there's seven ways to live your life. And I have found them to be incredibly useful in guiding me through my challenging moments and curious and ch curious moments of running a business. So look those up. And if you follow me on Instagram, they're on there somewhere. Uh, so my Instagram is uh, at Allison in motion. That's A-L-I-S-O-N in motion. My website is available hyphen wellness.com. And you can learn more about my recent project, my caregivers workshop, my virtual caregivers workshop at creative-caregivers.com. Awesome. Awesome. You can find me. I, you can, on my website, you'll find, I teach some public classes that are free and accessible uh, and you can also see more, you can see my TED talk, uh, which is called Why We Should Be Dancing With Our Doctors. You can find that on my website or just search on Google and you'll find it there. Awesome. Well, I truly appreciate you, Allison, for, you know, all the work that you do and, you know, giving so much of yourself and to, to make that change and that impact. 
um, you know, in the healthcare system. And I, I, I imagine it extends beyond when you start talking about the being and the people and, and the impact that they have um, in their lives and in their families and, and so on and so forth. But I appreciate you too for giving all that is that wisdom and information for us today. We will definitely have the links and information in the show notes so that everybody can check out all the awesome things that you're doing and things that you mentioned as well. And I hope you have a phenomenal rest of the day. Thank you for listening to the I Am CEO podcast powered by CB Nation and Blue 16 Media. Tune in next time and visit us at imceo.co. I am CEO is not just a phrase, it's a community. Don't forget to schedule your complimentary digital marketing consultation at blue16media.com. This has been the I am CEO podcast with Gresham Harkless Jr. Thank you for listening.